The National Science Foundation is reviewing submissions now from the Career Compass Challenge. The agency collected ideas for potential tech solutions that could help agencies reimagine and reskill federal positions and employees for future work. It's a government challenge in the sense that NSF will award prize money to the most promising submissions. But it's designed to be more of a conversation starter than anything else. Dorothy Aronson is chief information officer at NSF. Robin Reese is a senior IT advisor there. They tell Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco about the goals of the challenge. The first voice you hear is Aronson's. The objective of the entire NSF Career Compass challenge is to initiate a conversation about the future of work that's different than the way federal employees currently think about their work, which is to say the notion that individuals take responsibility for determining their own future course. So to that extent, conversations like this one are critical because that's the objective. The objective is to have the conversation. And the more conversations we have, the better off. So my feeling is that as soon as we published the challenge and saw thousands of people visiting the site, we had succeeded. I never work towards a specific expectation in that way. I'm really open to looking to see what people thought of that idea and what they came up with themselves in response. Again, I couldn't possibly be disappointed. I mean, what what is clear is that people are thinking about it. They've been thinking about it for a while, and they're energized by the conversation. It's important that we start a conversation. We engage people from different areas. So part of the very important part here is to have citizens and feds and commercial entities and universities talk to and share ideas with each other. So there's a crowdsourcing notion here that's also important. And Dorothy, I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up because I think reskilling at this point is still mainly an abstract concept. I mean, we're hearing a lot about it from the Office of Personnel Management and Office of Management and Budget. It's in the Trump administration's president's management agenda. So the interest is definitely there. But I, I think if the average federal employee were to describe it, it would be that their jobs might change. And that could just be kind of a scary thought. So how are you socializing this idea of reskilling, perhaps with the NSF workforce to start? One of the first things that I like to say when we're addressing this notion of reskilling is that reskilling is not a one-and-done activity. To the extent that the Career Compass Challenge puts forward a vision where employees are continuously learning so that they're building skills that are relevant for whatever future job may come to be, it matters less what the exact future job is. It matters more that you're able to leverage some information that helps you identify where the skills you may have mapped to a variety of future work opportunities and that you then as an individual are empowered to leverage that understanding to fill gaps in obtaining that future work or understanding where you could have a lot more opportunities than you ever imagined. I'd like to add to that a little bit. Within NSF specifically, I agree with Robin. Within NSF, I have been meeting with, I feel a responsibility to continuously energize and engage the IT workforce here, which is distributed throughout the agency. It's not, we have a, a, a large central IT shop and then there's IT people all over the place. 
And one of the things I've been doing is meeting with those IT people and talking to them about this vision. Last year, I offered the Myers-Briggs assessment to all of the um, staff, and we took it so that because an important part of work is not whether you're a Unix developer or a customer support person, it's what what is it about me that's uniquely human that I what do I enjoy? What am I good at? Who do I how do I want my work uh, to be? Not not the specifics of the technology. So it's it's getting to know yourself and what will make you happy, what will keep your career you energized and happy throughout your career. And so that's really my focus. And so we do, as, as Robin says, we don't know what jobs will exist in the future, but that's not as important as knowing that my career will change over time. It's an, it's an intellectual change, not as much as a specific, I'm going to be a data scientist or a cyber expert. So what you both are talking about is kind of a, a fluid concept that someone could move in and out of government and they could take on new responsibilities within government based on their skills and abilities. But that's not necessarily how the system is designed today. I mean, the general schedule, I think, is seen as a really rigid and outdated model. Are some of those challenges with the general schedule part of the conversation yet or, or not so much? Certainly, there are a lot of conversations going on. We are not working at the moment to change policy. So a lot of what you're talking about is uh, whether it's policy or practice, the federal government works a certain way when we hire people. What I'm imagining is that in the future, people will come in and out of the federal government in a more fluid way, especially IT people. You know, I don't know how much this is true of other industries, although I've I believe it's pretty generally true that if I were to take a few years and go out and work for Google and come back to the federal government later, I would be a much better asset for the federal government than if I stay at NSF continuously throughout my career. So the structure of how we we do need to make it easier for people to come in and out of the federal government. We need to change the way people look at the GS schedule. You know, maybe that's an artificial structure, and and I'm not focused on that, but there are definitely people that look at the way the inner workings of HR and are concerned about modernizing that. I'll add to that, this is Robin, and say that I don't want to look at our vision for the Career Compass Challenge in a way that downplays the importance of the result at the end of somebody leveraging tools to access education in order to open up the aperture for opportunity, I want the result to be that they can get the job, right? So along the way, these parallel conversations are necessary about how our current hiring and promotion rules and regulations may or may not support various forms of learning, maybe where your skills in one area could be slotted into another functional area, but you don't have the years of experience in that functional area. How do we make it so that that's okay? And I I do think there are other groups within the federal government that are working across agencies to tackle those things. Fortunately, because we are on the IT side of the conversation, Dorothy and I are able to enter these conversations without the constraints of, well, 
will it work? Can it work? Will it be possible? In our minds, yes, it, it, it will work. Um, we believe that we will get there. And so what we can do while other people are doing the very important work of looking at those rules and regulations and how to create a more flexible and adaptable workforce from that perspective is we can test things and figure out how do we reach adult learners where they sit at their desk during the day with information and access to various forms of learning that keeps them continuously up to date in their knowledge and skills, that builds their uniquely human skills, which I've heard referred to as essential employability skills, and I think that's very true. How do we do that? And then at some point, the paths will converge, and the policy people on the HR side will come together with the technology people and the management of, of the agencies and say, here's how we support our new workforce. We've created a culture over time. That's Robin Reese, a senior IT advisor at the National Science Foundation, and Dorothy Aronson, NSF's chief information officer. Speaking with Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. Check out Nicole's story at federalnewsnetwork.com.